Oh, sir, I don't like it. What's up, everybody? It's No Sir Pod. Carmen Morales here, your host. Uh, lovely to speak to you. Uh, lovely for you to listen. Uh, this week, we have a very special guest, Mr. Renan Hirschman. Hirschberg. Hirschberg. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Very Renan Hirschberg. Yeah. <laughs> Whose name I don't know. <laughs> I do know it. I just re- misremembered it. That was perfect. Yeah, I have it saved in my phone. Yeah, I have it. Some fucking guys on... Very um, special guest. Ronald Harrington yeah. over here. <laughs> Very special guest. Who are you now, exactly? <laughs> tell, yeah, tell people your own fucking name. Um, it's your job to know it, not me. Yeah, you know? I've never heard Hirschman. I've never done... I've never people fucked it up many ways, but I've never done the man. Yeah, they usually get the burger. Right? Well, it was yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, that's you just because they're the racist. Part. Yeah, yeah. That's you, I'm not. You I think you're the just one a dude. part that no one's ever fucked up. Yeah, which is very you're unique. welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I try to be unique and even even in the ways I fuck up. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, Should I go with Hirschman? It kind of sounds good. Should I, I liked it. It, it sounds good. Renan Hirschman. Hmm. Uh, there's Jewish man at the end of Jews, but it's usually like Goldman or. Um, Goldman, I feel like that's the big Jewish one, but with mm-hmm. Hirsch, you kind of need a Berg, you know. I Why? Think. I don't know. Hirschman, I don't. I, I think I think you're vocally you're going to too far away a place. You know what I mean? Hirschman, you know what I'm saying? Hirschberg, kind of. I I don't know how linguistics works, but I think the M is harder to get to, so it's a little cumbersome. Like say Hirschman. Hirschman. Say Hirschberg. Hirschberg. That sounds way harder to say. Uh, I think Hirschman. Maybe I'm just not used to it, but it seems a little more. Uh, I don't know. Exhausting. No? Oh, all right. Well, no. I mean, I I think a lot of the things you say sound exhausting. So I don't think that I don't think the name is going to be any fucking different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess either way, Ronan is the name I should change. Yeah. So not <laughs> like I really got to get people to remember who I am. I got to change the last name. I got to change all of it. <laughs> yeah, just you just, just be a different person. Just be a different person. Yeah, I think yeah. that'll help. I don't think it'll help things a lot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're free. I well, know. I apologize again for saying Hirschman. I, yeah. I have known your name for years. Nah, that's all right. You got the first name down. Yeah. The, the nice thing about having a weird name is I can, I can like pretend that the reason I'm not successful is because people don't know my name. Mm-hmm. It like gives me an excuse as opposed to like, you know, blaming it on the real shit. Like, you know, work ethic, work ethic and talent, yeah. ability. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, if my name was simpler. I'd probably be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> my dad gave me the really great advice over the holidays that um, he, cause he heard some guy in Miami talking about how, um, he was he's like a producer or something and then he didn't have any work until he changed his name like he has like a spick name and uh-huh. then he changed his name and then he got all of this work what? and then my dad was like you should do that because your name is too spicky you should change it oh, to something else and then I was like and that's what I said yeah, and I was like oh honey you're you're late I yeah, mean that yeah, was like yeah. a decade ago if you would have given me that verse. everything you ha- had to hide you have to now emphasize yeah right now you can't just be a person with a goofy name like you have to be like huh yeah yeah, yeah. look how jewish i am and have to be like look how hispanic my parents hispanic name is you need a hispanic last name that's good yeah 
Yeah. That uh, helps. And yeah. then I tried to tell him, he was like, oh, fuck, whatever. He just got offended that I was yeah. like, because I, I'm in the industry that he's fucking giving me 10 year old advice on. It is so funny because it's the exact opposite. You know what I mean? You got to be like, yeah. As, you know, I was like, now is the best time to have you gotta a Hispanic be as gay and ethnic as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Azerbaijan trans. That's, yeah. that's oh, the, yeah. that's the most niche you could get, I think. Yeah. That's, you know, intersectionality. Like, you got intersectionality. You're a woman and you're a Latino. Yeah, Latina. Latina. Thank you. Latina. I know I give off a very masculine vibe. <laughs> Thanks for putting the O on there. I never really did the Latina thing. Nothing against you know that was. I always just say Latino. Is that not right? You got a day off for women. I mean, they're they're yeah, they are gender specific. That's why yeah, Latina uh, and Latino well, I'm just exist. Like, you know, I wasn't calling you a man. I just didn't know that. You know what I mean? Gotcha. I don't want you to think I. <laughs> <laughs> it's also you're like I'm not gonna do the thing that that differentiates you. That's real uh, sweet of you. Um, but yeah, that's good. Yeah, Latina. What what kind of Latina are you? Cuban. Right. I probably knew that. Yeah, probably. Mm. But then again, I think that most of the times we've hung out, you've been blacked out. Are you still drinking like no, that? I'm sober. Oh my sober god, that's the years. best <laughs> thing I've ever Were heard. Bad drunk. Yeah, dude, you tried to hold me down and kiss me in a fucking bar. Oh, God. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> I'm not an asshole. I didn't think you should never work again over it because, oh, again, man. you were blacked out. But oh, it wasn't really like... Sorry. Oh, it's fine. Again, it's one of those things where it wasn't like... You weren't trying to be... Uh, you know, there's a difference between somebody being drunk and stupid and yeah. somebody being like... Trying to, you know, and trying to be really oh, fucked Jesus, up. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's a there's a difference, and okay. I and I knew the difference. I okay. like because the next day you acted like nothing happened, and I was like, oh okay, you you obviously don't remember. And then yeah, I think fuck. we I think we talked about it okay. one time. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, Jesus. Maybe you were drunk for that too, and you didn't remember when we already <laughs> talked about it and squashed yeah. everything. Yeah, no. Um, but that's really wonderful news. Like some people should not uh, be drunks, and I mean most people, but some people really shouldn't. And yeah. um. You were because that was the thing. You were the kind of drunk that was like fun for the first two hours, mm -hmm. and then after that, Jesus Christ, it got way less well, what fun. Was I? I was just like crazy. I was just. I don't even remember. I don't know. I, I think have a bad memory. I just. I just remember my sober self now. Oh really? Yeah. Well, it's, it's probably for the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you don't have to keep hearing stories like this. Um, it was. Uh, what was it? No, I think it was just like the the drunker you got, the bigger your ego got. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, I have no ego now. I'm like full of self hatred. I've gone. Well, the you were full way. of self hatred then, but the oh, booze right. you could mask it and pretend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like one of those things where when you were drunk, you could just pretend to be. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, not not hating yourself. Right, 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 right. But then, it, but like you would get so drunk that it would you would overcompensate, and then it was just like, all right, dude, shut up. We're all friends here. Like, who are you, <laughs> who are you trying to prove this to us or you or? I what? mean, you knew me at my worst time. Mm -hmm. Um, I have heard that so many times throughout my career, <laughs> <laughs> throughout my love life, throughout well, everybody. Tells me that about me. Oh, that was like my worst time, like starting out in comedy in Louisville and just being like a drunken, drug-addled mess. Well, it was like I think it was also you were frustrated with yourself because you wouldn't leave. Yeah, yeah. You were yeah. frustrated with yourself that you wouldn't leave, and then, and then you were just mad that the industry didn't come to you too. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm speculating. You probably had other shit going on, but that was like the observation that I made. Where yeah. it was like, because we would have those again. You would be blacked out. We would have those talks where it's like, dude, just fucking leave. I swear, you'll feel like a rock star the minute you leave this right, fucking right, town. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, you haven't gone to LA yet. At that time, no, but I was still like just trying to encourage you to tour more and oh, shit. Oh, tour more, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Literally yeah. just do comedy anywhere except that fucking 
you know, and I'm not knocking on it. I love that town. I right. love Louisville. I, I go back every year. I have a great time there. I love the scene there. But it was just one of those things where I was like, dude, leave this fucking pond, please. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, no, I left. I sobered up. I left, went to New York. Uh, now that and now, now you look so much happier. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. A mess, but yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm a total mess. Now. Well, you're a sober mess. I'm a sober mess. Way yeah. more manageable. Yeah, because then you're aware of the mess and can work on it. It's a lot more anxiety now because mm-hmm. it's not masked. You know, it's just sure. anxiety. Yeah, <laughs> as yeah. opposed to uh, it used to be like arrogant, drunken bullshit. Now it's. Uh, 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 friendly, crippling, low self-esteem. <laughs> nice. So just another comic. Yeah, just Perfect. another comic. Yeah, it's way more manageable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, yeah, Louisville. That was a yeah, that was a crazy time in my life. I was there was also the just time. a lot of drugs and alcohol going around at that time too. I think that was just like the time to to be fucked up all the time i mean there's parts of that year that i definitely don't remember <laughs> it's your 20s you know yeah. yeah i mean there's yeah i yeah i mean i was always on alcohol and adderall and painkillers mm-hmm. uh yeah all the time you know i was drunk for every show you know yeah um it definitely helps dealing with getting on like the anxiety of getting on stage and stuff like that or 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 like dealing with the self-hatred like oh they're not gonna fucking like me or they're not gonna get me or any of any of that shit it's like a shortcut to like you know you're supposed to look like you don't care it's like a shortcut to that but but you still care because you're drinking of course you care yeah and it doesn't yeah it's not no i now it's like i've gone the other way now i'm like i'm very I, I, I take a lot of pride in always being sober on stage. When I see people drunk on stage, I'm like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, mean I mean, not always, but, you know, I mean, I know you were on shrooms and alcohol the other night, but that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I was also hosting a five-hour fucking comedy really show. Fi- it yeah, it was, dude, no. it was five hours. No, was it really? Yes, yes. Are you kidding me? I brought up like 60 comics that night. Ah, that's insane. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So by the end of it, I was like, I, I am gonna, I am gonna, I'm gonna do. So, but I was, yeah, I was sober for most of it. It's just like it was hard to maintain that kind of energy for that long. Um, and that's the other thing too. I, there's, there, you think you, sh- you should be able to pick your spots. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, if I'm doing a week of shows, Sunday is the show I'm gonna get stoned and find out kind of you know, meander through my mind and see if I got any fucking gems in there. Right, right, right. You know, that's a lot of. That's a lot of chances to do jokes in between comics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you do a lot of jokes in between comics? I did some, yeah. I did. You I got did, it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't want to fucking kill myself at the end of the show. <laughs> to me, I mean, I mean, I, but me, I did run it tight. Like I wasn't. I'm not one of those yeah. comics that does, you know, 45 but, minutes in between comics. But for me, when I host, I'm not like an expert host uh, or anything. But like for me, when I host, the only enjoyment I really get out of it is if I do a joke in between comics that works. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the audience is kind of hot by then. You know what I mean? Sure. But I feel like when I start, I feel like every joke doesn't get exactly what it should later on. But then, but then if I get a joke in between sets that gets a good laugh, I feel better about the the, the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's also you're the one that's you're kind of like the ambassador of the show yeah. in that like they have to trust that if some guy eats it or whatever, they'll be like, well, well our friend's coming back. Right, You know right, what I right, mean? Right. And you can reinforce the, the their, their faith in the show itself. I suck at it, though. I'm not good at crowd work. I can't pretend like I'm interested in people. It's, <laughs> just like, it's very tough. <laughs> it's very tough. Oh, I can't. Yeah. All, all it is to me no, is... you're it's very like, personable. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a... Being on a first date with an entire audience, yeah, you know what I mean. We're like, Ooh, where are you from? What do you do? I think it's good. I think it's good to learn that like yeah. skill of like yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I also think I don't know. Like, let's just say I've crushed every interview I've ever been in. You know what I mean? I do think like the best hosts are kind of like 
outside of being funny, you're obviously hilarious, but I feel like it does take a, a natural friendliness. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I've seen the I've seen some anti hosts. Yeah, are they good? That's what I'm saying. Like I've good? seen success, successful anti hosts where oh. they're like, you know, um, we're like, ah, uh, whatever. I don't even want to, uh, you know. And then well, I'm the, not mean either. I'm like not mean or friendly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like in the middle. <laughs> yeah, but it, they're like you can you can, I think you can do it in a way where it's still endearing. Where you know, like you're like a lovable curmudgeon. Yeah, there's yeah, a difference yeah. between like people who are just like, ugh. Okay, well, why are you doing this? Yeah, you know, and, and there's people like, oh, that's funny. You yeah, know what I mean? Right, like a right. grumpy, like a fun grumpy old man versus right. like her okay boomer, like one of those. Right. You know what I mean? I but think when you're a host, you're always gonna find someone in the audience. You gotta name them and bring it all back. Isn't that right, Beth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Beth. Fuck Beth. I would it's never always, call back to Beth. Always She's Beth. always a bummer. How we how we do it, Tracy? <laughs> <laughs> I hate comedy. Yeah. <laughs> you ever well, you like watch comedy? You ever watch comedy? I've like, watched so much. You ever comedy. watch it and just go like, I hate this. I, I don't feel that all the time. Mm-hmm. A lot of time I like comedy, but you ever just in that movie where you're watching? They're not even bad. The person on stage, it's just, it's just you just watch it. And go, I really hate this right now. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. You ever feel that way? I feel that way when somebody's defamating on the thing that I like. Yeah. I usually like that's one of those things is, uh, and maybe maybe this leads into the the whole hosting thing, but it's like I. I I still love the art form. I love mm-hmm. I love all the tricks we can do. I love um I love that we can just say whatever we want. We, we can figure out a way to get people to listen to our bullshit. Yeah. Like I love all of that. And I, I love watching people do it and I love watching people do it well. Um I I do have very like the older I get in it, the less tolerance I have for people who are bad at it. Like Yeah, but I'm not like I guess what I'm, yeah, people are bad, or maybe the one that really bugs me, and I'm sure I'm guilty of it too, but I don't judge myself this way. It's just when you see someone on stage who's just doing the old trope, and it's not terrible. It's not like a terrible joke. It's just trope exhaustion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're just like, I'm like, all right, I know. Just where you're sitting there, you're like, I know where all this is going. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, you just get a little. You, you know, know, what's one trope that I am. Act, I'm very exhausted. I'm guilty of many tricks, by the way. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> we all like, are. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we're we all, all using tricks. Ha- yeah, we, gotta we, gotta all t- we all got a touch of hack yeah, in yeah, us. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we got so you gotta get a, you gotta get a, <laughs> I got a little I got dollop. a whole hand. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we all got a dollop in yeah, there, yeah. you know? Every once in a while, you got to... I mean, and I think... And I'm, again, I'm more, uh, like... I'm more accepting of that like when you're hosting because I do feel like you, you have gotta to be do, a hack when you host you a little be, you got, in the beginning yeah mm-hmm. or at least you just have to like use some of those tricks where of it's course. like no 100% yeah. 100% um, but what was the one you hate the trope I saw this last night and it and it drove me insane and it just reminded me of every single time I've seen it because I've seen it so many times but it's an older dude comic that goes to a younger guy comic and he's like, oh, you fucker. Like, he's just always like... Oh, angry at the young guy. Angry at the young guy. I've done that four billion times. (laughs) (laughs) But it was just like, it was the same cadence and tone and inflection of this. And I've seen that guy do it. Fuck you, young guy. He's a fucker. Oh, what do you got, hair? Fucker. Like, you have hair. (laughs) What are you talking about? You're in your 20s? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's no punchline. Life's gonna rape you soon enough. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which, I saw an old lady road comic, which I haven't seen in a long time. I saw an old lady road comic who was on stage and she was just like, uh, her angle was like, fuck this me too. I can't get anybody to fucking rape me. Like all of a sudden I was like, Jesus. Like I always worry about me going too far that way. And then I saw her and I was like, no, nah, I'm good. This bitch makes me look woke as fuck. Well, that's fuck. the new version of the old, the guy, the guy comic going, 
The priest never raped me. I, he got the other yeah. altar boy. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's like yeah. the Me Too version of that. You yeah, know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. We're just like I, I get it. Like, or and she had some really like, it, she was trying to be clever about being homophobic. Where it was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, these fucking homos. I just hate how fucking happy they all are. You know, <laughs> I've been fucking dudes for thirty years. Look how happy I am. <laughs> Not that bad. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I like her. What's her name? That's pretty funny. <laughs> you know what I think she scared me about her is like I'm. I could be her in like ten years. <laughs> yeah. That's what frightened me. Yeah, she was a little bit of a mirror. I you see. Know? I sometimes I see those rogue comics like just a fatter, older, more bitter version of me. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. is that gonna be me pretty soon? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing is like it can be artfully done. Like I, I think Eddie Pepitone is one of the best. No, he's great. Bitter yeah. human beings I've ever. He's one of those things where it's just like lovable. Like I want yeah. you to, I want you to hate everything. But it's also fun, you know. What yes. I mean? it's also he's also like, a sweetheart yeah. and not a fucking monster. Yeah, yeah. it's not like I'm, I'm sure he's bitter, but on stage it's just the most fun thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love him. I love how he can like get apocalyptic and the audience is just on his side. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to do that. It's hard I've to get seen... the audience on your side for like jokes about the world coming to an end. Oh yeah. But he, he... And then joke after joke, joke after, after joke, joke yeah, after yeah. joke about <laughs> everything being our eminent demise. Mm -hmm. uh, I have seen it not work well and it, I've never gotten mad, so mad so quickly mm -hmm. at a group of strangers in my life where I was just like immediately I was like you're fucking wrong. Oh, about a pepitone? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Where I was the... like you don't fucking know. <laughs> You know what I mean? He's yeah, just like, how, he, how can you not laugh at this whimsical man talking about all of us dying? True, true. But there has to be people who are not going to like it. Of course. It would be so great. It would be weird if some basic, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If everyone loves it. It's my him. birthday. Yeah. But this is hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Like, it would be, you know, it makes sense that, yeah. But no, he's, yeah, he's amazing. Hope for us all for like, you know, what is he, like... 85? I mean, like, he's crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just lived a rough life. He's actually only 33. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The bitterness really got to him. Uh, no, yeah. I just saw him live for the first time in Boston. I was on a show with him in uh, The Hideout. And he was, uh, yeah, it was amazing. Oh, that's so great. I He's great in an intimate setting. I've done a couple of festivals with him, and I see him here at the store all the time. And um, in him in a small venue with everybody that's like on board already mm -hmm. for anything kind of dark is just so beautiful. Yeah. No, mm. yeah. He's like a row. He's like a traveling philosopher or something, a traveling yeah. like crazy man. <laughs> he's like he's he's like doing a comedy TED Talk if TED Talk wasn't an insult. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because there's so much, so many punchlines and he's uh he's flawless in making it look like he's coming up with every single thing that he's saying off the top of his head. I know, head. and he's just uh, talking about tropes. I mean, I guess the key to comedy, everything is a trope in comedy. Sure. The tree is to, the, the key is to make it look as less a, a it's trope. It's a cleverly as disguised yeah, trope. Yeah. yeah. And he's as cleverly disguised tropes as you can get, you know what I mean? Mhm. Mm Cuz at the end of the day, it's all tropes. And that's where things, you know, but like yeah. He's, he's I think a, that's why so many comics feel like frauds. Do you ever feel like that? Oh, 100%, yeah. I get that all the time. I don't know. I don't know why. It, well, and it's never gone away. Well, it's because we the entire profession of something funny happening once and trying to recreate that for the rest of our <laughs> lives. <laughs> this funny thing happened once. I said something funny to a friend once, and now I'm going to try to repeat that. Or something. I, we're I, just I, fighting that you had to be there. Thing. <laughs> That's all. We're going against that for years. You well, know? it's either that. It's either that, or something awful happened to me, and this is what I should have said. So now I'm going to tell yeah, you that yeah, that's, yeah, what's, yeah. that's what actually I said. Right. It's all. Yeah. <laughs> it's either telling about a thing that happened or lying about yeah, a thing that yeah, happened yeah and it's just and then just repeating that over, you know? <laughs> <laughs> of course we're frauds we're all frauds yeah. we're frauds we're pretending like we're thinking of it right now we're frauds you know what I mean yeah 
Uh, the whole thing is, yeah, it's, just, it's crazy, <laughs> you know. Um, I don't know, yeah, comedy, and you know, it's uh, it's but a it's crazy also, thing. I mean that, and also the, like the imposter syndrome shit. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, of course. You just don't like maybe you don't think you deserve be- I, because it is such a scam to me. The thing that I don't deserve to be successful because it's a scam. Like, so I'm just a fucking scam. I'm just a con artist. Yeah. You know? Well, I, there's two sides for me. There's a part of me that is very arrogant and thinks like I deserve way more than I have. Sure. And then there's another part of me. I think it's probably more real to me mm-hmm. <laughs> where I, I don't think I deserve anything. Like, mm-hmm. I think I should still do gigs on a mega bus. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> I think that part's more real. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think I'm more open about that. In my head, I'm, if I would ask me, I'm like, yeah, I deserve a lot. Yeah. And then when shit actually happens, I start to crumble. So it's, you know what I mean? I'm more aware of. But I think that's also because level. we're, we're you know, 51% negative anyway. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. if it's bad, that has to be the real thing. Right, right, right. You know right, what I mean? Yeah, when yeah. We're ultimately, it just comes down to we probably deserve good and bad. Right, right, yeah. right. right. <laughs> but it's just that, that I think that's the self-hatred part where it's just like, I don't deserve anything good and anything bad that happens to me. Of course it happened right, to me. Right, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's self-hatred and it's connected to arrogance. They're like connected, mm-hmm. right? And then self-acceptance is like kind of the... That's the, the opposite. one you want to get to, yeah. where you don't hate yourself or love yourself too yeah, much. Yeah, you're just you like, can, I'm me, and that's just it. Accept it. That's mm-hmm. the key to get to self accept I don't know how to get there, but that's the key. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, people keep telling me. Yeah, that's if you can get there. And I don't, and I don't know if they're lying to me or yeah. not. And I don't know if that's my self-hatred. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like if, 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 if someone gives you a critique after you do a set and you mm-hmm. want to like kill yourself immediately, <laughs> it's like, just let, because the, the problem is that, like I have this all the time, like sometimes I'm too loud. I, I'm a loud comic. And no, I've had, me too. Every time my parents have seen me, they've always said I'm too loud. And, mm-hmm. it, and, it, it, and it fucking... And other times people say it's too loud, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, sometimes I, go, I don't get them to lower the mic enough before the show, you know what I mean? But, like, when I hear that, I think, oh, I'm a horrible comedian. Right. <laughs> instead of going, oh, I was just too loud at a couple parts. You know yeah. what I mean? That's all mm-hmm. it is. I was just too loud at one or two parts. But instead I'm like... I'm like, oh, I, oh, I should reconsider. I should everything. quit. Why, yeah, why, I should, why, why I am I even doing this? Yeah, anymore? yeah. Because it's just like, yeah, you just look at one. Self acceptance would allow you to be like, all right, there's a critique I can improve on, as opposed to self hatred, where you're just like one critique and throws the whole thing off. Or it, it may maybe that, and that's, but, but that's the other thing too is I don't think you have to take everybody's advice either because it's like, that's true. I, you, how many people thought Kinnison was too loud, and that that's motherfucker true. was too loud. But I understand I, the complaint I mainly get from deaf old people. So how am I too <laughs> loud for them? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Um <laughs> maybe their hearing aids are turned up too yeah, much. Maybe I should lower them. That's yeah, what it is. You yeah. should lower yeah. the well, hearing aids. I'm not aids. too loud, your hearing aids are too too fucking loud, you fucking old <laughs> bitch. That's how I talk to my mom. <laughs> You're too loud, Rana. Raise your fucking hearing aid, you f- fucking whore. All right, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. I know you love your fucking mom. Don't even try. Yeah, we're close. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, let's dive into. Uh, we didn't even get into the premise. Uh, yeah, yeah. So give me, give me, give me some shit that you don't like. I mean, we did talk about some like comedy stuff you don't like, but what about outside of comedy? So this can be like, uh, like, like movies or books or like, like what what are examples other people do on this? I mean, it's it's literally anything. I mean, we've talked from like raisins to racism, like so whatever, whatever the fuck oh. bums you out. Who who boldly said they hated racism? <laughs> who went on a ledge and and uh, <laughs> and tried to ride that controversy? <laughs> what it was a real hot take? What, <laughs> what fearless LA comic? <laughs> 
<laughs> went on here and said they hate racism. <laughs> it was a very short episode. I was just like, I agree. Oh, wow, next topic. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I like raci- uh, racism and I like raisins. I like well, very close those two words. Race, race. I like raisins racist raisins. raisins. Yeah, racist the California raisins. raisins. Yeah, they were racist raisins. raisins. Kind of like a minstrel group, right? Wasn't that kind pretty of much? It was like a racist. I raisins. had those toys though as a kid. I Did loved you? the California raisins. I didn't really have when any toys of food, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> some of that, us commit to the bit a little bit more <laughs> than the others, you know. <laughs> I had the Tony Tiger stuffed animal, and um, I hate. Uh, did you see Knives Out? I hated that. I didn't see it. All right. Well, that's. I guess we can't talk about that. Um, what do I hate? Uh, yeah. What bothers you? Like you know, I'm certain you seem like a person who gets irritated on a daily basis by the behaviors of others. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I get irritated a lot. Uh, I'm kind of dead inside a lot, though. So a lot of it kind of uh-huh. ru- goes, you know, off my back. Off my back? Is that the correct? Rolls off your Rolls back. Off my, goes off my back. Goes <laughs> a lot of it just comes on my back. phrases. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do I hate? You were talking okay, about I got, self-hatred. I got a lot of okay, 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 okay. All right. Um, but I hate, I got to do this in a way where I don't get canceled. What? Okay. <laughs> I know. We're, we're fine. So <laughs> the I, people that listen to me are not, right. I they're hate not anyone blogging. Who, anyone who posts uh, Dear White People. Okay. At the beginning of a post. I mm-hmm. just think that's the hackiest shit in the world. Yeah. Hate that. Dear White Anyone who's about, who says Dear White People, who are usually always white, the people say that. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they just say "dear us" then? If that's okay, because that's the, 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 the that's you the hate part white that... people enough that you want people to forget you're white. Like if I yell at white people enough, I can separate myself from uh, the the white group. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, that's the thing that's always fucked up. It's like, are you saying this to yourself? Because it, it's you. No. It is usually no, no. I just mean it's yeah, usually yeah. white people. So it's like it should be. It should be dear white us. Women, let's face it. Um, yeah, specifically <laughs> yeah. white women. Um, dear us. You know what I mean? Because that's because that's, that shows that you know that you you can recognize the flaws within yourself. Except even that is posturing on Facebook because you're like, I gotta get better. You know what I mean? It, either way, it's just it's just like. Uh, well, there's a difference I think between like in someone trying to be uh, self improving and self aware. Like I talk to black people all the time just so I'm not ignorant. Right. And I'll right, go right. and I'll go. What is the you know? Give me give me your thoughts on this. Like yeah. And then I'll ask and then you know and then I'll and I'll argue if I don't understand something. It's just like. To me, that's that's what I can do to improve. But I'm not right. grandstanding, trying to make myself look better than other people. Because that's the other thing. What which white people are you talking to? Well, I think you say yeah. Well, first of all, because if you were like, hey, dear black people, doesn't that sound insane? You right, know what I mean? right, right. Dear black people, could you maybe not? Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, yeah, it's stupid to just. Uh, I know it's not as racist. I know it's much, but it's still just it's just hacky. It just annoys me. First of all, it annoys me on a couple levels. I don't like anyone posting on Facebook. An open letter is just a douchebag. Anyone who's like, even if you're like, dear barista at the coffee shop, like, <laughs> who is this for? <laughs> yeah. So then, why didn't you tell them you didn't have the balls to yeah, fucking yeah. tell them? Because that's what it is to me. It's just like you didn't have the balls to say this to white people. And then just to have their face. The, you don't have to let everyone know about your experience at the fucking coffee shop. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So the open letter bugs me. Mm-hmm. And then if you're gonna do the open letter, doing it, dear white people, bugs me. If you're white, because then you're like going. You're trying to extricate yourself from the white group by yeah. going, dear white people. Mm-hmm. And then here's another thing I hate. I can't stand this. When someone in a post like that goes, or any kind of Facebook post types, um, dot, dot, dot. Um, it's like, um is not, you can't type out um. Um is a vocal tick. <laughs> <laughs> you can't type out a vocal tick. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I hate anyone who types um. 
That, that's what I hate that more than anything. If you type U-M dot, 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 because it's always about something smug. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, um, dot, 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 you know, whatever. It just, uh, it's just, It's also, what's funny is that it's smug as if they're being intelligent by typing something so unintelligent. pretending to be natural in a smug, sophisticated mm-hmm. way. The, the um, dot, if you do dear white people, um, dot, 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 I'll, I'll <laughs> Um, <laughs> white people. <laughs> that's the worst. <laughs> Fucking hate. Yeah, I hate. I mean, there's so much shit on Facebook. I just fucking hate. I guess I'm more annoyed. I get more annoyed. I guess these days I get more because I'm trying to think about what people annoy me. Mm -hmm. And in person, people don't annoy me as much. I think most shit I just get annoyed on like online, I guess. I guess Mm -hmm. that's true for most of us, right? Well, sure, because we're not ourselves online. Yeah. We're, we're a version of ourselves, right. which is usually the most snarky, the most annoying, the most. So, well, like, yeah. I try. And I think that's why, I, uh, like, and I'm not blowing smoke up my own ass, but I'll get a lot of compliments on the way that I communicate online. Mm-hmm. But it's because I don't do anything but say it the same exact way that I would say it to you right now. Right, right. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, I'm right. not like, um, and like pretending to be this person that I'm not. Like, I'm just not like, and if I fuck up, I'm like, I fucked up. And right. if I didn't, you know what I mean? Like, right. it's also just not a like a blatant, because, yeah. constantly lying. Right. The other thing I hate is shameless bragging. On Facebook, mm-hmm. for some reason, you know, I come from the, the, the world where you should just like, you know, I don't know if you if you got something exciting, sure, post about it. But you know, post about it in the sense of trying to promote something or trying to let people know. But some people, you know, the comics will post something. It'll just be like bragging, mm-hmm. and it's like. We live in a culture where now everything you post on Facebook, people got to go. That's amazing. You go. And it's like, I just I just come from the part where you should have a little more uh, humility. I don't know. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? No, I know the difference. I hate the fucking, I hate the, there's just so much bragging, you know? Well, I would prefer a direct brag versus the, the fake humble, humble brag. Fake humble Which, brag. Which, by the way, I still see humble brags all the time. I'm like, Harris Whittle's fucking, you know him, right? He created the humble brag term, RIP. And he, he wrote did. a whole book about it. And it's like, we're all aware of humble brags, but they still happen. They're just so obvious, you know? Yeah. I hate that shit. Um, well, yeah, it's always, it's always like, oh, oh, whatever, this fucking thing. I got yeah. You know, and it's just bigger than anything you've, like, you or I have ever done. And then yeah. you're just going to, sh- okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess fuck me. Oh, if I, it's so shitty. I got to post it. Really, you ever see something on Facebook that you hate so much, you have to send it to your friend, the screenshot, and they all talk <laughs> shit about it? It just generates so much hate, and you, you need yeah. somebody else to hate it with you. There was a post. Uh, it just said something like, uh, uh, dear, um, dear white male comedians, right? Mm-hmm. It was a woman, obviously. And, and she went, I'm sick of tired of seeing all your jokes about old movies and shows on Netflix. No one give this shit uh, about your jokes about some old movie you loved as okay, a kid. Okay, that's all, that's that's a, all comics. Like, that's well, all comics. You know that's all comics. You know why? Because they're fucking lonely and all they do is watch yeah. fucking TV. Like, no wonder they're going to write jokes about it. And there's no need to framework that as, de- is that just like a tick now to say dear white men? Like there was, no, there was nothing to do with white men. Mm-hmm. That's just that, first of all, that's not even hacking. First of all, it, Anyone can do jokes about movies or TV shows and make it great. They that's, do. That's a bullshit it's argument. It's like saying, hey, yeah. bitches, don't talk about dating. Yeah, that's so annoying. Yeah, I hate when people fucking, you know, whatever. They just create a stereotype yeah. that's bullshit. All yeah. rules are made to be broken. So you can do amazing jokes. But so it's wrong on that level. Mm-hmm. But, then to, but then I got so angry because I'm like, this has nothing to do with white men. 
at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. And then I think I got a little angry in my heart because I feel like sometimes there's like a pressure for a white male comedian, like where we're not allowed to have like important takes anymore. And now she's almost like, well, you're not allowed to be frivolous either. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be silly and you can't be serious. Yeah, it's like, right, what, what do you want from me? To just me? die? Yes. <laughs> Do you consider me white? I don't know. Some people go You're back. You're Jewish, no. Yeah. I, I mean, got a Muslimy name. That gives me a. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm white passing, but I'm not white. So, like, for instance, like Guy Tori told me I could say the N word, and I was like, I appreciate that, but I'm not going to. You yeah, know what I mean? It yeah. was just one of those things where I'm going to walk around going, "No, it's cool." Guy Tori said I could say it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you'd have to have him come up after you said it every yeah. time. Like, it was like I approved it. Can he give you a card or something? I, <laughs> I just have a I have a voice memo saved on my phone that Guy Tori says. I can say the N-word. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, if you're, I mean, a, a lot of race has to do with, uh, unfortunately, how the police perceive you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I'm, you know, I'm Jewish, but I'm a white guy to the police, you know, and that's sure. a big part of the oppression. Yeah. Right? So, you know. Yeah, so, I'm not in fear for my life yeah, every time yeah. I get pulled over. So that, you know, in that sense, I'm white. But, uh, you know, that, you know, I, I feel like Jude, no one cares about Jewish anymore. It does nothing anymore. The problem is Israel. It's just not hot anymore. Israel, <laughs> there's a bunch of fucking assholes in Israel, and they've taken away our victim status. And now we, they've made us every other white man. That's what Israel's done. It's taken away, and now I can't get work because of Israel. <laughs> can't get booked because of fucking Israel. It's here's so bad. People are literally with Bernie Sanders going, who wants to see another old white guy president? It's the first Jewish president. <laughs> literally the first Jewish president. Yeah. No one has mentioned that at all. No one has ever so far brought up the fact that he would be the first Jewish president. It doesn't matter. Maybe James Adomian because he's doing an impression of him. Maybe him. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, which another thing, you're allowed to do Jewish impressions. No one gets mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if James Adomian did, you know, whatever. It's fine. But I'm just saying, like, you know, he's the first Jewish president. Yeah, that's exciting. But no one cared because Jew does not matter anymore because of Israel. Well, because woman matters more right women now. Women matters more. Yeah. Woman's hot right now. Woman's hot right now. That's mm-hmm. big. But you can't just be a woman anymore. You got to go. You got to take it up, you know? Yeah. You, know? you can't just be a white bitch in a pantsuit eating no, no, something no, no. extra. White <laughs> <laughs> woman. That's almost as bad as a white man. <laughs> <laughs> it is a dick away from being a white dude. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, that, that's why some of the, that's my, my criticism to a lot of these white bitches. I'm like, you're a dick away from being just the enemy. Just Could one you shut chromosome. up? <laughs> yeah. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> He's gonna hate on him so much yeah, when yeah. you're so close. <laughs> um, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. So Jew, Jew doesn't matter. But I think my first name is a little like Muslimy and Hebrew, so I think that makes sure. me a little more. I think I look a little more ethnic than I am. You do. I'm, for I'm just sure. a Jew from Kentucky, but I have a weird. Uh, well, that to me is already interesting. Yeah, well, I've been. Trying you ever hear those two th- things together? I've been trying to ride that <laughs> fucking. <laughs> it's not a lot though. I, it's not a lot. It's like because it's like I'm from Louisville. It's like you know Louisville. It's a real town. Yeah. But I gotta, you know, it's so much of identity politics. I gotta pretend that I was like in the fucking like haste, you know, like some like, hey, what you gonna go fishing today? No, I gotta celebrate Shabbat. <laughs> what Shabbat? Like I gotta act like it's a fucking. I gotta lie just to get any kind of heat. Shabbat shalom, y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Jew, yeah, Jew from Kentucky. It's something. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm forcing some kind of intersectionality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But, I mean, uh, I think. I mean, uh, yeah. It's. I mean, it's better than having a gimmick, right? Because I mean, there's. We've seen those. Yeah, throughout yeah. the years, the comics that are like, like, uh, um, 
I'm um, the this and the that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a redneck and a Mexican yeah. or whatever. <laughs> well, specifically that one guy. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen more than one person do it. Yeah, well, the redneck Mexican look is kind of funny because that's kind of rednecks going, ah, oh, he's like us. He's not one of those other Mexicans. It's like yeah, the Mexican appeal. Yeah, that worries me. It's a, a Mexican appealing to rednecks who hate other Mexicans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? that it's, freaks it's, me out a little yeah. bit where I'm like, why are you trying to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like a, like a Jewish guy that was like trying to appeal to the Nazis. Nazis. He's like, yeah, what are you doing, man? Jewish skinhead. <laughs> <laughs> Get a bunch of skinheads out. <laughs> I put my yarmulke over my bald head. <laughs> Hail Hitler. Yarmulke and Doc Martens, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, so, yeah, you got you to gotta find something. something. You can't just be, you know, funny anymore. You no. Know. But maybe, maybe you can. I don't know. <laughs> my uh, my approach is I'm just gonna wait all of this out, mm-hmm. and then at the end I'll still be funny. Yeah, and then maybe I'll get to pop when I'm like 45. Yeah, 45. I'll be the first because maybe by then they'll give old bitches a chance. Yeah, yeah, they give some they give some old bitches a chance. Do Jessica, they? Jessica Kirsten's crushing it. Yeah, but it took Bill Burr. Old, yeah, but it took Bill Burr's. Yeah, well, but that's still something, you know. Some, everything that is something someone. that I do like is that, like the industry is like is becoming less and less important. Like it's, I mean, it's also sucks because it's like our peers have to be like, no, this person's gonna get money now. Right, 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 right. Like right, that right. sucks. You know what I mean? Like the the Joe Rogans and the Bill Burrs and like all these people that are like, it takes literally our peers. For us to get anything, a lot of the times. All I've, the only thing I've ever gotten is from other comics. Yeah, I've never me gotten too. Anything from <laughs> anyone else besides comics. <laughs> I've never. Yeah, I've, that's why I could never do that rapper approach where it's like I did all this shit myself yeah, or no, none of that. No, 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 I've never had. Any, thank you to every other comedian that's I've never ever had been any nice to me. Industry interested in me. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, maybe if a comic bugged them, but I've never had any. Like, there's never been any. Like, yeah, they walk right by me. Only comics, you know, mm-hmm. which is fine. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, if anything, like, to comics. I would actually do prefer that because I remember, like, one of my motivating things uh, was always I wanted I wanted the respect of my peers. Like, that's I all, yeah, them. that's what I want. Yeah, yeah, that's all I want. I mean, that's not all I want, but uh, plus money. Yeah. I would like I would like the people who are the greats to think that I'm great. Well, the key is how do you get successful without losing the respect of your peers? Because that's the hard thing. Because you can you can get successful and but lose the respect of your peers. You know, because you do it in a hacky way or you do it in a sure. way that audiences like or like people relate to, but comics think are annoying. You know, so it's like how do you uh, how do you get successful without you know marketing yourself in a hokey way? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's you know that's the key. I wonder if that's like I wonder if that comes from our self hatred, like that's the what fear that, of marketing yourself. In yeah, of way. like leaning into it and just being whatever it is that people want. Maybe, but I do think like I, there's to me like I don't know I don't know where where its integrity ends and like uh and then like delusion. Yeah, but there are the comics I love don't have like. Maybe necessarily like a gimmick. Yeah, me neither. But the comics, some of the comics I hate do. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, I think, and you can tell too if you talk to some of those comics, like you can tell they're dying inside. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. (laughs) Of course, you have to sell your. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Like that was one of the conversations I I had, um, where I was just like, I would never. I, I, kudos to Bob Saget, but I would never have wanted to navigate that. Like having to be oh, yeah. something that was the exact opposite of everything that I was. You right, know? right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> definitely done both. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's just got to be a hard way to like navigate through. Bob Saget hilarious because he's like so vulgar, and then every time I see him in an interview, he's like the most sentimental man ever, and he's always like breaking down crying. <laughs> <laughs> Every interview is always like, he's like, Gary Shandling. He's a sweetheart. He's a sweetheart perv. Was, yeah, was the greatest. And they will just start crying. <laughs> he's the most I mean, emotional. Gary Shandling was great, but. He's the most, no, no, like about his friendship with him. He'll be like, Gary, like the way he helped me. And they'll just start crying. Like, he's the most emotional, vulgar man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I would always, I, I wonder if, uh, has he done a, an interview with Jiminy Glick? Like, that would be the greatest thing to see somebody be oh, yeah. so sweet and sentimental with the juxtaposition of somebody that's <laughs> such a raging cunt that would yeah, be so be funny to me does he still do it Jimmy Glick no no yeah he did do a re- there was a resurgence for a while but I don't I don't think he's still actively doing it okay yeah those are great I love Martin Short how so so you so you're like you like love LA huh are you yeah, on the like road a lot still or uh, it depends it's on hard, the time right? of year yeah cause like you have to be here to get shit and then when you go on the road mm-hmm. you feel good about doing stand up you feel comfortable here yeah did it take a while? Uh, it took me probably like two years. To feel comfortable here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it's also, it was also, I think it would be easy for you too just because I already had the respect of my peers when I moved here. So then when I moved here, then, then it was just like, oh, hey, you're here. Good. Yeah. It was just one of those things. So right, it wasn't right. like I didn't have to come here. And this is why I always encourage young comics to get good someplace else and then go right. to a big city. I'm certain you have that in New York where you're just there and like, oh, fuck, yeah, you're here. Good. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, of Instead course. of you having to constantly prove yourself over and over and over again in this huge ass. Yeah, I had like six months where I had to like you yeah. know, get at the sure. bottom of open mics and mm-hmm. shit like that. But then you eventually, you know, yeah, people realize you're funny eventually. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I do think like starting in the like I, I did it for so long before I left that I just like, I don't know, I just just because of the age, I was just way more experienced than all the people I started with in New York just because I'm. Because it took so long to move, you know. What yeah. I mean? You know, like they were in awe that I had an album. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. a lot of these people just had like, or like, you know, they have a they have a hot seven, yeah, hot seven, <laughs> yeah. But I did have to hang out with a lot of twenty one year olds. <laughs> yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. That's what tough. do you hate about the young people? I know you, they annoy you in some way. Well, you know, they all have grandparents that are still alive, and then you have to hear about that on stage. My grandma's sick. It's like my grandparents have been dead for so long. They're just fucking. <laughs> they're just fucking ash. There's not even bones left. <laughs> Shut up about your fucking grandma. <laughs> hey, I'm like that guy. I'm doing the. Tra- I'm doing a you fucking doing young fuck, comic. Fuck you, young comics. <laughs> was that me last night? <laughs> Were you on shrooms? So you forgot it was me. <laughs> have you ever eaten shrooms? No, I have the ones you gave me. You didn't eat them? No, I'm saving them. I'm going to use them. I forgot that I gave them to you. I gave so many people shrooms that night. Yeah, I'm going to do them. I, I think I gave them. away like five grams worth of shrooms that yeah, night. Yeah, I gave problem. away a lot of them. The problem when you're on shrooms, I guess you're, you get a little generous. Well, it's not like, it's not even off, when I'm on like, them. I wish I had more shrooms. No, no, no. It's not even when, I, I've always been that way with, with shrooms. I always give them away. Yeah. It's one of those things where, um, I mean, I, I sell them too, don't get me wrong. You sell them? <laughs> no, no, not for the sake of me being recorded on the podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. I like I would sell yeah. them. Um I don't actively. <laughs> okay. But uh, um but it's just one of those things like that's one of those drugs where I would like I would never give away cocaine. No, no, no. You're going right. to have to throw in for that. Right. But like shrooms is it's just such a lovely feeling and I want people to well, I wanna, feel good. So I want so so this year I talk about it all the time. But this year I I've been, I was on Paxil for 10 years, right? Oh my god. And I got off of it last year. I quit alcohol. I quit SSRIs, drugs. Yeah. So I was like, you know, SSRIs will be next. Got off. 
was fine for a little bit. Then I started uh, preparing for this album I was recording mm-hmm. uh, last uh, this summer. Last drop summer. it. Drop the name of it. So plug it real quick. Oh, Downhill Ever Since, coming out February 4th, uh, but available for pre-order in like a week or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was starting to get like a little depressed, and then uh, I did my album. It went well. And then right after my album, I had like a... You crashed. An anxiety breakdown. Really? That I'm still not fully... That I'm still not recovered from. Mm-hmm. Basically, uh, I'm tying this into the shrooms thing because uh, basically, uh, basically I was convinced. So right after the album, I was going to visit my brother, and uh, I was in the pool one day, and I go in the mirror in the bathroom, look in the back, and see a bunch of moles on my back, and I'm like convinced I have skin cancer, like convinced, like not just regular hypochondria. Like I think I'm going to be dead in a week. Right. And then I go to a doctor like a week later. He tells me they look fine. And then the next day, I like get up from the couch. I'm just super dizzy, and I continue to be dizzy till like still. I'm like much better, but I was dizzy for like months straight. You know. Wow. Just getting oh yeah. Was it just vertigo or what? Like vertigo, but I you know I haven't gone to a neurologist, but I think it's kind of getting off the Paxil and this anxiety, which can mm-hmm. cause like vertigo and stuff. Yeah, and just really bad anxiety for like months. Yeah. Wow. Which, That's crazy. Yeah. The worst anxiety I've ever had. I mean, I've had when I was on Pax, I just have like really bad, uh, really bad panic attack every once in a while. But for the most part, it's normal. But for yeah, for the last five months, it's like sometimes I feel normal, but a lot of times, yeah, I'll get like dizzy and like you know anxious. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. dizzy and shit like that. But anyway, I was thinking, you know, maybe I actually got on Prozac and it helped a little, but not as much. But I'm thinking maybe. I've heard taking shrooms can kind of maybe help like uh, reset your microdosing. Yeah, microdose. Yeah, yeah. Don't do a lot of them. No, no, I would never do. I mean, I'm so anxious now. I can't even drink. I like cut out caffeine. Really? Yeah, I don't do any. Yeah, I don't do it. I don't do anything. No uppers. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Because um, there's there because there's less so like there's different versions of sober. Like I know plenty of people that are sober but they'll smoke weed. Yeah. Because they're like that's not that's not because I think it's because they don't have a problem with that. Right. 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 You know. Or, um, you know, or people that are sober that, that drink copious amounts of coffee or all the, chain yeah. smoke cigarettes. All the anxiety or- weed takes away from other people goes straight to me when I smoke it. Really? <laughs> I just get so anxious, yeah. It's crazy. I used to do so many drugs. I used mm-hmm. to do cocaine and painkillers and fucking, yeah, not so many, but, you know, uh, Adderall and drinking. And now, I like, if I have more than a half a cup of green tea, I feel like I'll get anxious. It's crazy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see someone drinking coffee after three. I'm like, fucking rock star. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? Fucking Hunter S. Thompson? (laughs) I I don't know. I've changed completely. But, you know, I'm I'm dealing with all this anxiety shit, you know. So it was bad. For a while, I was having panic attacks before every show and on stage. You had one on stage? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. How did you fucking navigate it? You just do the set. People say they can't tell. And you just do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't, you just kind of go into, you know. Autopilot? A little, you know, it's almost like two things are happening at once. You're performing and, you know, having a panic attack. Think about anxiety that can happen without people realizing it. You know what I mean? It can oh, because I, I always think of like a panic attack, like you can't breathe and you pass out and like like that kind of. Yeah, I mean, that's like the Tony Soprano, like passing out thing. But no, I mean, this was like a panic attack where everything's fine up front, but like. My heart is racing mm-hmm. really fast mm-hmm. on stage, yeah. which is, you know, 
when you're on stage, you want to feel comfortable. So it's like, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I had it, I had it for a while. It really fucked me up because, like, you know, I've been doing comedy for like 11 or 12 years now. Yeah. And you, um, it's really turned into a Gary Goldman special real quick. But, <laughs> but uh, you do it so, so long, you, you have this thought that you get more confident. But the truth is, it goes in cycles. But I was really hard on myself because I was like, it felt, I was getting panic attacks before open mics. I was like, it was like years of experience went down the drain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which actually isn't true because I honestly, I performed well with panic attacks. So it's actually <laughs> the experience is kicking in. Yeah. But there's a part of you that feels like, oh man, like. Do I even know how I'm, what I'm doing anymore? Yeah, I, was, I don't mind yeah. doing this. I yet. was this comic who for years didn't feel anything going on stage. You know, I used to say like when you're younger, you're nervous before you go on stage. And then eventually I was like, it's the opposite. I'm trying to muster up the will to live when I go on stage. You know what I mean? <laughs> Trying to like, act like I pretend about this shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> but then, I fucking, and then this happened. And it's like I was getting panic attacks before open mics in New York and all mm-hmm. this shit. And it's like, yeah, it felt like I was like, man, it felt like I was regressing to a uh, a year, a year, like a year uh, one comic. See, I like, I like, well, well, not that. I don't like that, but yeah. I, li- I still like that. There's, um, cause it. Because I, I, I always get tired. I, I don't like when comics are like, oh, if you if you don't still get nervous when you go on stage, like, you shouldn't fucking do it anymore. Where it's just like, no, you do it long enough where it's like you don't, it's not as scary anymore. Yeah, that's To crazy. now it's where it's like, like, that's where I'm I'm more comfortable there than any I comedian, am off stage. Any, any comedian has advice for any comedian as a fucking douchebag. There's, everyone's just on their own. Yeah. Every comedian is working with just themselves. Mm-hmm. And themselves are a whole different bag than anyone else. I mean, maybe there's some shit you can say, but for the most part, whatever advice is just shit that works for you and there's nothing to say that doesn't work for other people. Some people get nervous before they go on stage. Some people don't. Doesn't make a difference. You know what I mean? But what I'm, what I guess what I mean is I liked that, I still liked that feeling, mm-hmm. like the nervousness. Yeah. And then like the first time I did, and I'm certain this is happening to you, the first time you do something new or different, that feeling comes back. It does. And then it's super exciting. But it's not like a bad anxious, it's like an exciting anxious. Yeah. You know? Like, um, like the first time I ever did a theater or something like that, I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. this is how I felt your, when I first, first started fe- yeah, yeah, fe- it's, featuring. It's different experience of going outside your comfort zone, mm-hmm. right? And the first co- outside your comfort zone is just literally getting on a stage. Yeah. Anthony DeVito, you know him? He said it in the band. He said like, uh, comedy is just going to different levels of terrible nervousness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Different levels of just like a new thing that makes you super nervous. So it's like, you know. So yeah, the first so for me it was like the first time I went on stage. I don't even remember. I can't give people people ask me like they're like I'm gonna do an open mic for the first time. Do you have advice? I'm like, mm. no, I do not. I don't remember what it's like. I I know I was really nervous, but I feel like such a different person now. I can't like give advice to what you're just too far removed. But I do know there's a nervousness of going on stage for the first time, and then there's a nervousness of performing on a show where people bought tickets, mm-hmm. not even you getting paid. I remember that like. Performing, yeah. doing a guest spot doing a guest at the spot. caravan, you know, in Louisville. Like, that was real. I was like, oh, shit, these people bought tickets. Yeah. And that really freaked they me out. They paid money to yeah. see. This is an open, fuck. yeah. Yeah. That really freaked me out. And then there was the one where you eventually get paid, and that's that's a big one. And then theater. Yeah, theater's a big one. Yeah. Um, theater, yeah, I was real nervous the first time I did theater. Um, me too. It was uh, it was one of those things where it was, uh, where I was like, oh, I can still... I didn't, <laughs> I haven't maxed out. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I yeah. was like, oh, there's still levels. Oh, there's many levels. There's so many more <laughs> levels. You know levels. what I mean? And I'm certain an arena, like, you know, I yeah. can't even imagine 
like uh, you know Rogan going out in front of fucking you know <laughs> the fucking Amway, whatever the fuck. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy. Performing yeah. in front of 30,000, 40,000 people or whatever. Every time you get out of your comfort zone, it's nerve-wracking. And, you know, you can channel it well, but it's still, it's tough. I mean, but I, I, you also rarely have a bad set when you're super nervous beforehand. I don't remember many times where I was super nervous beforehand and I had, like, a terrible set. You know what I mean? Yeah. You tend to, that energy tend to make you do pretty well. You know? I remember... I think I went through a breakup in a, in the green room right before I went up and had one of the best sets I've ever had. It was yeah. just one of those things where I was so able to throw myself into my set yeah. that I to just so much so that I I didn't want to think about this at all. That it was just like oh look at look at right. how look at all this energy like I just right. literally tra- like I parlayed that energy into me being the most present I could be on stage just, just as a distraction out. yeah that's the way we want we want to be present on stage and 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 to me it's like I'll have great sets where I didn't feel like I was present on stage and I won't oh like me too mm-hmm. it's like because it's like and then people are like no it was great and I'm like you no, don't know what the you don't know why yeah, it wasn't, I wasn't great. having fun yeah because what we're really trying to do is escape ourselves. Sure. That's what we're really trying to do up there. We're trying to escape ourselves, and it doesn't happen a lot. Well, I don't know if it's always... I don't know that it's always escapism. I think sometimes it's you get to be the best version of yes, yourself on yes. stage. And like that's like what you would try to achieve so much that when you are present and there and you're firing on all cylinders and everything you say is fucking good. Well, when you're in the moment, you're like saying these jokes you said before differently. Like you're, and you don't care. Like you're kind of like... It's like freeing them up to be a different way of saying it and everything feels... And you know, you just It's feel, almost like you're becoming a... Yeah. Like, yeah, like the yeah. better version of yourself. Yeah, a better version of yourself. Yeah, the funniest version of yourself. Yeah. And those are the best shows. Yeah, and I've had those where the audience wasn't into it, and man, I still felt fucking right, great right, about yeah, that course, show. Yeah, I'd Where like it was just more, like, yeah. oh no, I, I liked... No, yeah. no, I, 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 you're wrong. I was, I was fucking oh, I was on the, fire. The worst thing you can do on stage... I mean, typically it does happen when you're not doing as well, but the worst thing that can happen on stage... By the way, when, I'm sorry to our listeners for this being such a comedy-centric episode, but we It's two fucking comedy nerds. Yeah. The, worst, the worst thing is uh, when you're just on, on stage hearing yourself tell jokes. That's the worst. That's like that's real bombing. Not yeah. even if you're bombing in the room. That's just like mm-hmm. to me that and it happens a lot. I'm not gonna lie, it happens. I mean, it happens during each set. No set, you're perfectly in the mo- I mean, maybe sometimes, but every set. Well, it's like life. All life is basically divided into two experiences. You're either experiencing it or thinking about the fact that you're experiencing it. Right? You're either in the moment or yeah. aware that you're. Of the fact that you're alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Self-aware or in the moment. We just go back and forth between those two experiences, you know. And the same thing is on stage. You're either hearing yourself tell the jokes or really fucking in it, you know. Yeah. And, you know, and you go back and forth on stage on most shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, I think. well, yeah. But that's that's why I love the Sunday show. Because if I'm high, I, I give the audience well, the, benef- the, the yeah. benefit of the doubt that they're going to be on board. Yeah. And I am more inclined to... Can, like to be open and connect with them. Well, if you're high, you're probably more in the moment too. That's what I'm so, saying. Yeah. Like I, I have less of an option to yeah. overthink it because I've slowed myself down enough where I don't have the option to overthink everything. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah, um, yeah. I've, I've been like running a set and mm-hmm. uh, and just like running. I hate having to run a yeah, set. Yeah, yeah. And I've been running. It sucks. I hate having to run a set. It sucks. But the other, I did good heroin the other day, mm-hmm. and there was a dog, and it was like the worst place to run a set. <laughs> yeah. It was like, you know, the, the host who was great, 
I forget um, the guy from I forget uh, he like you know he had like a notebook and it was just so casual yeah and I was like about to run like a very like mainstream set it was just gonna go bad you yeah. know what I mean and there was a dog barking <laughs> mm-hmm. so I had to like you know I had to ignore it so I went up there and I I ran the set but I riffed I didn't just go scripted yeah and it was the most fun I'd had all week <laughs> and I was like you know I can't just run you know what I mean I can't run a set when a dog it's so barking. hard for me yeah I pretend that I can't hear the dog barking you know what I mean like. So, but it was so, but that dog like made it fun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, that's, I remember one time I was opening for, I was at a theater mm-hmm. and uh, I, I was, I was on stage and I, I think I was in a rote part of my, you know, just, I was just going through the material. I wasn't excited. And then halfway through the lights on the theater went up. Like, you know, the whole theater is like bizarre. Apparently someone had punched someone in there, kicking them out. You know what I mean? <gasps> really? Yeah, yeah. And then, you know. That's when people really love comics. If you don't just fall into the fetal position and shit yourself, they think you're a genius. You know. What well, I mean? yeah, because if you're yeah. if you maintain yeah. your position of control, so I just yeah. had a couple of jokes. They fucking loved it, and then I went back into my material, and it was so much fresher. I was like, thank God that person punched that. <laughs> That's the thing. Like people, like dude, I had to do that with somebody having a seizure. I'm not gonna say I'm glad that person had a seizure, but it puts you in the moment. But it. <laughs> I mean, it, it took it took the them moment. out of the moment, but it put you in the moment. Well, that's why I think like people like I, I, certain heckling is annoying, but people think like when something bad happens, it's bad. They apologize. Like, no, I want, I need those things to happen. Just well, to yeah, fucking, I don't think we need them. We don't need it, but they can be a they can be can good. be they can be yeah they can, can be, be. depends if you're having fun up there. If you're trying to get yeah. something working, it's annoying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but like yeah, the to me it's like that. Just you got to figure out ways to put yourself in the moment. Let's, uh, we got to do the grape of the week. Sorry, that's what I was doing. I'm trying to pull up the, this is where people submit things that they don't like and we riff on it and oh, pick sure, a favorite. Yeah. Sorry, are we following theme? I guess we can say, I hate anxiety. That can be like, <laughs> you're an anxious hater? Yeah, I hate anxiety. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, Kyle Henson's grape of the week is people who still say happy new year, even though it's in the middle of the month. Do you have a threshold for that? Uh, no. I I think it's like if you haven't seen somebody since the new year, yeah. you'd be like, I I hope you had a happy it new. Sounds year. like a fucking rough draft for a Bill Maher new rules. That's not, <laughs> that's not a fucking. That's not, that's not a. No one gives a shit about that. <laughs> get laid or get a life. Fuck you, Kyle. <laughs> and happy new year. <laughs> uh, Billy Joe Gillespie's grape of the week is how long it takes to get care through the VA nine months <laughs> oh, that's a little bigger Jesus. yeah that's way <laughs> yeah that's Kyle way how do you feel now <laughs> you're a little I don't like people saying happy new year after January 4th I have a tumor and I can't get help <laughs> nine month wait for a hearing test because they only do three a week <laughs> Jesus Christ yeah fuck you with your trivial bullshit <laughs> <laughs> so funny how that was right after the other one <laughs> I mean that is super fun and I get, I get that it's super frustrating. Um, there, there is literally nothing that you can you can do other than fucking beg the VA to be better. Yeah, they suck so bad. I mean, I've, there's so many You're vets a veteran, that I know. Right? No, no, no. You have a veteran vibe. Do no, I? <laughs> I just <laughs> fucked a lot of them. <laughs> so, you know, that's my service. The VA the sucks country. unless you were in like World War II. I think it was good for those people. They get which makes no sense because those guys are like 900 years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, yeah. They don't have a good. They don't get good benefits later on. Um, Sorry, you you fought for <laughs> you fought for a country that doesn't give a shit about you. I'm sorry. 
That is brutal. Uh, Stephen Norman's gripe of the week is, you know what? I'm going to unleash the fury of my soul with gripes in detail, but as I do some self-analysis, the common denominator is ignorance. I I despise people in general. Well, that doesn't help. Um, this is this a manifesto? It sounds like a yeah. shooter. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a opening <laughs> the dedication to Adam Lanza's journal. What is <laughs> Yeah, man, this has been the weirdest fucking list of grapes this week. This is really strange. Who's um, who this incel fan base you have? <laughs> <laughs> well, Billy Joe is a woman, so how about that? Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Nate Burroughs' gripe of the week is celery. It takes more calories to eat, and that's some bullshit. Is this the comic, Burroughs, or no? Yeah. From Chicago? Mm-hmm. What's he say? He said celery is his gripe. He's like, it, that it takes calories to eat it, which is some bullshit. I'm trying to intake calories. Oh, it takes calories to eat it. Yeah, because like celer- he has celery. on it? Yeah, celery has negative calories. So like if you eat celery, yeah. you burn more calories chewing it. It's a decent tweet, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Cause you get a couple likes on it. You're such an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> you want to look? <laughs> Testing out your material on Carbon's Facebook thread. <laughs> I'm certain it'll be a good bit eventually. I'm certain he'll, he'll come up with something about it. Uh, Jackie Barron's gripe of the week are squatty potties. They aren't actually squatty potties for somebody who's 5'1". They're just a footrest. Well, that's all squ- squatty potties actually what are. Is squatty potties for children or what is that? No, squatty potties are, uh, it's, it is a fucking footrest, but it raises your, your legs up. Mm-hmm. So if you have like a taller toilet, if you raise your, your knees up, mm-hmm. it's easier for you to, sh- to shit. Cause we're supposed to sit, squ- like we're supposed to shit squatting like we were in the jungle. You okay, squat right, behind right. a tree and you, so some, so some this, of the toilets are too high at people's places. Yes. And so they get a thing that, uh, so they get a, basically a foot, a, squ- a squatty potty is a footrest, but it comes up around your toilet. By and the it, way, real quickly, this is crazy, but I'm 35 and I just last week figured out what that brush next to the toilet is for to like brush the shit on in the bowl. You know what I mean? You've never cleaned your toilet? I've never cleaned it. I've never, never thought. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I'm so surprised that anybody has fucked you this long. (laughs) It's impressive. Yeah. It's impressive (laughs) that you've tricked this many women to have sex with you. You've never cleaned your fucking toilet? Never? I never. Well, you know, I I flush it and the water goes down, but I never, uh, I never. (laughs) That's not cleaning it. Here's the crazy part. The crazy part is not that I didn't know what that brush was for. The crazy part is that I never wondered what that brush was for. Like, I've always seen it. <laughs> and I never thought about what its purpose was. <laughs> you just thought every toilet came with one? And I that's it. like a, I don't know, a back thing for your back? Or <laughs> Oh, my God. I, I'm so glad you didn't use it on your yeah, back. Yeah, because I was at my parents' house, and uh, I had this problem where if I get a sore throat, I'll eat cough drops, right? Yeah. But then I'm addicted, and I'll eat too much, and cough drops have, like, laxatives in them, so I'll have these really bad They sh- do? Yeah, I'll have these really bad shits. I've shit my pants a couple times from uh, like eating too many cough drops. And wow, like that's something I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know, I know. there's fucking trace amounts of laxative in cough drops. Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's like a thing you could. You, you, I, I would take cough drops, like because I, you know, I'm an addict, so like I can't just have one cough drop an hour. Sure. Like, I remember I'd get sick. I was at Comedy Off Broadway. I remember I was drive, uh, uh, driving there. And I had a, a sore throat, so I just bought a bag, finished the bag by the time I got to Lexington, and then I was in the, at, at the hotel, I was feeling kind of sick, I was on the bed, I just felt like I had to fart, and I shat all over the bed. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I had to clean it up and tell them, you know, but uh, it was crazy. But anyway, the point is a lot of information. <laughs> but anyway, I, don't, I don't know how I've survived this long, but anyway, the point is... 
<laughs> point is, I know that, and I still do it. I still like will eat too many cough drops and have like bad shits. Mm-hmm. And I was at my family's place, and I had like a bad shit in the bowl where it was like usually because usually when I shit, it's not like yeah, you're not spraying everywhere. In, yeah, I get this it. This was like this was like really like wallpaper. You made a mess. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was wallpapering thing. And then my sister came in, and she's like, "You got to clean the t- the bowl." I was like, well, how do I do that? <laughs> She's like, that's what the brush is for. I never do what the brush is for. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Fucking retarded. <laughs> oh my God. That's but anyway, a- what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, squatty potty. <laughs> squatty potty. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to help you have better shits. And I, and I, and, uh, I, well, bought, I bought a couple people of them. I, I, I enjoy them. Because well, it does pr- yeah. props your, you know, it unkinks your yeah. intestines. Here's what I'll say to you. What's your name? Her name's Jackie. Jackie. I just figured out the brush. I'm not ready to you understand the <laughs> squatty potty. I'm, I'm up to. Br- I knew plunger, and now I know brush. <laughs> uh, Bryce Demuth scrape of the week is moving. It's one of the few things that doesn't get easier the more you do it. He's moving from place to place. Uh huh. It doesn't get easier. Mm-mm. Yeah. Why would it get easier? I don't know, because anytime you do something a lot, it's supposed to get easier because you get better at it. But Oh, you get better. Yeah, but moving is all the same pain in the ass. It's always going to be yeah. a, yeah. I guess you're right. It's always a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's never going to not be. Well, because it's not like something where your performance can make it better, really. You know what I mean? I think the only thing you could get do is get better at packing. Yeah, you can better You can improve better. packing and maybe, I don't know. Yeah, you know what? You be happy that you have a fucking home. There's homeless <laughs> people on the street. Fuck you. <laughs> you know how you get better at moving is you hire fucking yeah, movers. Yeah, yeah. That's movers. how you graduate. Yeah. You save up enough money where you don't fucking have yeah. to touch a box. Of course it sucks to move, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you're like, well, is this ever gonna get easier? Yeah, once your fucking screenplay gets sold. <laughs> um it's, let's see, let's this will be the last one. Uh Ben Farley, his gripe of the week is I'm tired of constantly having to Snopes fact check everything that I see or hear. It's getting tiresome. Congratulations. You're do your due diligence every time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired of always correct knowing the information. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather just live in yeah. uh, ambiguity. Yeah. I'd well, rather- I feel like he's bragging. Like he's like, look at me. I don't ever fucking tell. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, always I always get it right. Yeah, I always get it right. Before I share it, I make sure it's real. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you got to fact check. I mean, that's, you know, that's important. I don't know. I Sometimes someone, if someone tells me a story, I'll tell other people. I won't, like, I, I won't find out if it's true or not. I'll just tell other well, people. Well, if it's just a story, yeah. why not? I mean, there's tall tales have been around forever. That's I how legends. Yeah, yeah, I love it. You know, oh, it's a good a fishing story. The fish was this big, and then yeah. it was t- three times the size by the time yeah. you hear it again. You know, someone tells you a funny story, and you're like, it probably didn't happen, but you still tell other people. Yeah, yeah. who cares? Yeah. It's also just something else to say. Right, 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 right. It's tiresome thinking your own thoughts all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's nice to fucking repeat something. It's the same thing with like street jokes. Right. Milton Berle didn't write any of these fucking right. jokes. He got to say them all. Right. You know? But, right. It also is like, like sometimes like you'll be arguing with a friend and you could figure out the argument by going online and figuring no, out No, but truth. that's but not as like, fun yeah. as arguing. Yeah, I'd just rather argue. Yeah. yeah, I'd rather just defend my point to the like, point get out you Google. give up. I'm like, if we get out Google, we'll have to stop this conversation. You know, I'd rather just test my argumentative skills. You yeah. Know I, mean? I think it's smarter to kind of guess about shit and try to figure out with your lack of knowledge than actually knowing shit. Well, and it also, I think it shows intelligence you backing up your thing because I yeah. play devil, even if I agree with someone, I'll play devil's advocate yeah. just so I can hear where they're coming from. Right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? And uh, a lot of times, especially a lot of times people aren't used to chicks doing that so they always think I'm arguing mm-hmm. but I don't have any emotion behind it. No, no, I just want to hear 
why you, you why you think this right. way. You know what I mean? I want to understand your line of thing because that's the thing is I love logic. Whether it's illogical, yeah. I'll follow an illogical line of logic. Yeah, of course. Because to me, that's that's way and more both interesting. Both point of views are probably correct on some level. Sure. Devil's advocate is a very extreme thing to call that. Like it's like, it oh, is. you're arguing from the other perspective. You're the devil. Do you work for Satan? <laughs> Satana. <laughs> you're on a debate team. Hell, Lucifer. <laughs> that's, really, that's kind of extreme, you know. Yeah, yeah you're just thinking about the other side. Well, what if you looked at it this way? Well, apparently you're getting paid from <laughs> yeah, from the depths of hell. To, yeah, from the depths of hell. I'm trying to think of another word for Satan. Devil, Lucifer. That all. That's the big ones. Lucifer. Yeah, Satan. Satan devil. Yeah, yeah a lot of names. Yeah. Um, used to be an angel. Yeah, Michael. Michael. Yeah, I'm not telling you anything you didn't know, huh? <laughs> he used to be an angel and he fought God mm -hmm. and he lost, which I feel like you could could have told him that was probably going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if anything, I think that's 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 a tale of uh, you, like a, a battle between self and ego. You, you know what I mean? Oh, you're saying it's not true? You're saying it didn't happen? Correct. Let's fact check it. Get out Snopes. Snopes. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think? Uh, who do you think got it? Who was your favorite grape? Obviously uh, not the manifesto. There's the New Year's one, the VA thing, celery, uh, the squatty potty, or uh, moving. Or I mean, the VA thing was definitely like a real gripe. I feel like it was a lot of first world problems and then like a serious gripe in the middle. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I, I'd say that was, I, I, I feel for you, man. Sorry, that sucks. It does um, suck. I think we're looking for more lighthearted things on this. but yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. Is we, there one every year? Like uh, every time you do a podcast, every year, every time you do a podcast, <laughs> assume you do this once a year. Yeah, so I do a podcast <laughs> once a year. <laughs> every week you're just like, it's just like, I don't like how the water fountain makes you bend over. And then someone else is like, I'm on fourth stage of cancer. Yeah. And I don't have benefits. Sometimes, <laughs> and sometimes those people don't win because depending on who the guest is, they're like, no, I like that this one uh, provoked that riff, fun riff we had. Well, so it just yeah, depends. Right. Well, I'd also say, what's the guy, the VA guy? It's a, it's a lady, Ladies. Billy Joe Gillespie. God, I'm being so sexist. <laughs> okay. Well, it's Billy, too. You know? this yeah, is yeah, like, yeah, Billy with an IE. The doctor was the mom? <laughs> um. <laughs> I didn't know they made those. <laughs> well, Billy, I would say to you, you got more than a gripe. Yeah, this I think this is more. Gripe, you can upgrade that to a complaint. Yeah. That's I more than that's, a gripe. That's it's it's a justifiable. Get complaint. on some complaint threads. Take, <laughs> more than a gripe. Yeah. Th that makes the New Year's thing yeah. seem more like a gripe. This yeah. seems like a fucking problem. Yeah, I got three months to live. I don't mean to, you know. <laughs> I don't mean to gripe at you. <laughs> the gripe at you? I I know it's a bit. I don't. You know, that's my gripe that I'm about to die. <laughs> yeah, it's a mild inconvenience yeah, that yeah. I'm dying. <laughs> You got more than a gripe there. Believe in yourself. <laughs> so get Billy Joe Gillespie, you get uh, gripe of the week for how long it takes for you to get care through the VA. Yeah, good luck. So I hope you. I hope you get what you need. Tell everybody where to find you. Plug 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 all your stuff and the the new album and everything. My album's coming out. When is this coming out? Next week, I think. Next week, my album's coming out February. Uh, well, I think you can get it for pre order on like January seventeenth, and then it's available February fourth. Available February 4th. What's the yeah. name of it? Downhill Ever Since. Downhill Ever Since. I had a nervous since. breakdown afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> you know that, yeah. <laughs> we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. People listening to this really will understand the origin of that title very well. <laughs> uh, downhill Ever Since, and it's, uh, you know, you can get it all the places. Ronan Hirschberg. Ronan Hirschberg, yeah. Not Hirschman. Not Hirschman. Yeah, you got it right. <laughs> yeah. Hirschberg. Give them your, your socials and stuff. 
Instagram at Ron on Comedy at R A A N A N Comedy, you know, and uh, that's Instagram and Twitter. And uh, do you have fans all over? Mm-hmm. I'll be with Kathleen Madigan in Portland, Seattle, January twenty fourth and twenty fifth. Beautiful. And some other place. You can see it all on my website, which is Ronon Hirschberg two dot com. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say there's another one. It's a fun little joke. R A A N A N H E R S H B E R G dot com. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for coming on. No, it was my pleasure. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> good to reconnect. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Make sure you write a nice little review on the iTunes for me. Follow on all the assorted social media at No Sir Pod, at The Funny Carmen, at Ranan Comedy. That's R A A N A N C O M E D Y. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. Bye bye. No sir, I don't like it. 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 What the fuck is the fucking matter? Are you stupid or what?